At Essentia, we're starting a movement. We're looking for people who don't predict the future. They create it. They don't dream. They dare to do. Essentia is supercharged ionized alkaline water that powers your thirst for life and helps you do all the things that make you extraordinary. If you want to get the most out of life, join the movement and become part of the Essentia Nation. This week's episode is brought to you by our sponsors at Norris State of Mind, bringing you all new, unique clothing options, from shirts to hoodies, shorts to sweats. Go to NorrisStateOfMind.com to order your merch today. Don't forget to purchase our exclusive Already Home t-shirts. Varsity House Boutique, bringing you all exclusive merchandise. Get a taste of today's culture by going to VarsityHouseShop.com. Keep your cool Play with style at Varsity House. And last but not least, our good friends at Sincere Empire, bringing you any and everything in graphic design. Make sure to go to sincereempire.weebly.com. Now let's get to the show. going on ladies and gentlemen this is the already home podcast and i'm your boy scoots bronson and co-hosting as always motor city mike monster detroit gang what's jumping man it's a beautiful day today yes a beautiful week uh, uh happy belated holidays and yeah, things man. everybody hope everybody holidays went well you know what i'm saying we coming off of fresh thanksgiving week right um i know everybody's still shitting like a motherfucker, toilet paper sales went up. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully you went and got the flushable wipes. <laughs> yeah, don't clog your shit up. Yeah, nigga. you know. So uh, happy Thanksgiving, but belated Thanksgiving, and happy Thanksgiving week and shit. Right. Um, shout out to the Ohio State Buckeyes. Fuck them. Yeah, first and foremost, because um, you already know how we do. Always, baby. Man, fuck out of here, nigga. Win nine more times and then we'll talk about it, motherfucker. Don't we worry up. about it. The streak we own, goddammit, we're going to do it. We up. Anyway, um, so, man, it's been a very eventful week. Yes, it has. It definitely has. A whole lot of running and money yeah. spending shit. Yeah. Stupid-ass holidays. And it's getting worse. Yeah. Christmas coming up. The big one coming. Oh, <laughs> the goodness. big one, Elizabeth, is coming. Ah, right, damn. Yes, nigga. That shit is crazy. But um, what's been good with you, man? Man, shit, not much, man. Just uh, in motion, trying to push forward to get anything done. You know, new project coming up. 133133 is on its way. You know what I'm saying? So uh, just trying to focus and stay on track with that. And then uh, make sure this roll through, baby. We got to keep the show jumping. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's our thing. And I'm kind of enjoying the shit out of this, man. Yeah, this shit beautiful, man. Um, in in the spirit of Thanksgiving, right? Well, I don't want to say spirit because it ain't really a good thing, but um, <laughs> right. Apparently, people in Illinois are uh, tripping. About what? Um, it's a small town called Huntley, Illinois, uh-huh. and they have a festival every year during Thanksgiving, and it's called the Turkey Testicle Festival. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, the Turkey Testicle Festival. Please explain. I don't get that. Um, when they kill the turkeys, 
They castrate them. Uh-huh. And they fry their nuts. And eat them. Shout out to all the uh, burnt testicles <laughs> on all the turkeys running around here. That is terrible, man. Yeah, they, um, I, I don't know why, but, you know, they, um. Who want refried balls? I don't, uh, who <laughs> want balls, period? Hey, what's up with that? Like, I don't, I don't know what that shit is about, but apparently uh, turkey nuts is the delicacy in um, Illinois. Yeah, so, well, I know we're not to take my trip on Thanksgiving. Yeah, shut up, y'all. <laughs> that shit nuts. <laughs> Literally. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But, uh, man, um, before we get started, man, you know, shout out to Nature Boy. Shout That's out. Weird ass nature. And he got two new tracks, man. I accidentally stole them. I don't think that's what you wanted to say on the uh, podcast. Oh, I did that. I, I stole them, and they'll be on the mixtape shortly. Oh, okay. Well, uh, nature, it wasn't me, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> you know better than leave me in the booth, nigga. Yeah, but uh, so shout out to nature, man. Um, shout out to the Stolen Time podcast. Uh, we actually going to have him on today. Okay. So um, y'all be able to. Get a, a nice little listen to the homeboy S. Di Foster. He won half of the Stolen Time podcast. Um, he hosted with Uncle Washington. Um, if you ever want to listen to him, you can go on SoundCloud, and that's S T O L apostrophe N, and you know how to spell time. I hope. Right. <laughs> but they on uh, SoundCloud. You can search them, listen to them. They also available on Google Play. So um, if you got an Android, you can download that shit too on the Google Play Music app. Right, show some love, man. Got to yeah, show man. love, bro. And um, for the time being, I think it ends on Monday or uh, sometime later on in the week. Um, Varsity House is extending a Black Friday sale, and um, I think it's continuing into a Cyber Monday sale. So y'all go to varsityhouseshop.com and um, get your clothes together. Shout out, Norris. What the hell is my outfit, nigga? Yeah, man, and it's also a sale um, on NorrisStateOfMind.com. Um, you can go check them out, get your shirts and hoodies and all that shit, get ready for the winter, and uh, get your shit together, goddammit. Yes, sir. And then support, man. Support these yeah. small businesses, man. It's trying Definitely, to do things, yeah. man. You know, that's one thing. We talk about it all the time. You know, the support factor, man. We don't do that shit enough. That's right, man. And if you support them, they're going to support us. They're going to continue to support us. And, right. Um, it's just, the show just going to get better just because of y'all. Yeah, never-ending cycle, man. You know what I'm saying? One hand wash the other, both wash the face. That's right, man. So let's get to the business, man. Yes, sir. Um, What's good? Give me something good. Give you something good. I got something for you. Um, It's real creepy. Uh, Uh, Okay. That's not really where I wanted to go with that, but all right. That's too late. I'm already there. Um, (laughs) So in Oklahoma... Uh, Comanche County, I think I pronounced that right. Okay, before you get started, that all sounded like bullshit immediately. Oh, get ready. Mm, it get mm. worse. So, um, a lady who I'm assuming did not raise her kids, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> she found her long-lost daughter of years and years. Um, they met back up. They reunited, you know, and, you know, got back to getting to know each other. And um, they became lovers. What? Yeah, they married each other. (laughs) Hey, stop it, man. Yeah, man. Patricia and Misty Spann of Oklahoma um, met after I don't know how long, and they married each other. Um, Wow. Yeah. That's that's raw. (laughs) That is (laughs) is deep ass shit there. 
when I read the story initially, it was like I thought it was a joke. Yeah. It was on one of those like sketchy news uh, websites. Yeah. And I was like, nah, this can't be real. So upon further research, I go and read, and it's in the New York Times and everything. So I'm like, all right, so this shit must be for real. Right. And I go check the shit out, man. And um, yeah, uh, Patricia Spann uh, caught back up with her daughter after years of being uh, away from each other. And then um, I guess her daughter ended up changing her name. So I that bet. Way they can get married. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so they ended up getting married. I don't think whoever married them knew that they was related. Uh, so eventually what ended up happening is they found out through all their records and shit and their marriage got a note. Mm-hmm. Um, Misty got sentenced to 10 months. Patricia is awaiting trial. Her trial come in January. Damn, what's the charges? Uh, incest. Wow. Incest is illegal in Oklahoma. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's a good and a bad thing to avoid shit like this, but no, that's nothing is bad about that. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I only like, say, you, I only say it's a bad thing because I mean, you know, you free to do what the fuck you want to do. I mean, yeah, that's too free though. You know, I mean, I guess you know, what I mean, I guess you know, you can't stop love in whatever fashion. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, why would you want to hump on your daughter? Hey, because technically that really wasn't her daughter. She ain't been nowhere around. No, I mean, right. But technically, like biologically, that's Yeah, you did like, come down that birth canal, yeah. bitch. That's not okay. Like, I don't think you're supposed to go into the same pussy you came out of. That's not okay. No. That is not at all. Um, but this is the crazy shit, right? So the Patricia chick, this ain't her first time doing this shit. She the mama? Was, yeah, she was apparently married to her oldest son. Wow. Yeah. But um, he... That marriage did not get a no. He divorced her or some shit like that. And he was like, nah, I ain't with that shit. Now, how weird is that on Thanksgiving, mother? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. sitting at the table. Yeah. You sitting there with your ex-wife, mama. That shit ain't okay. Yeah, married to your sister. So, <laughs> so now y'all beefing because you want your woman back. Yeah, give me my bitch back. Yeah. Hey, that's just stupid. That's a weird shit. But, you know, it's crazy, man, because there's a long history of, like, families doing that. Especially like the wealthy, you know what I'm saying? They yeah. used to, you know, they used to do that. They keep it in the family. They always thought it was a, like a pure bloodline type deal, and yeah, that's that's not yeah, keep the bloodline pure. Yeah, that's not. It's definitely tainted now. Like yeah. it's definitely tainted beyond tainted. When the king come out with an ear on the back of his head and shit, you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> you issue, that's, yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's something you can't quite sit the crown properly. Like that's not okay, man. That shit is crazy. Man, but here's here's what I'm more upset about. That a story like this would be big enough to America that it made New York Times and shit, considering all the shit that's going on in the world. Right. You know what I mean? Like, why would this even be a topic of discussion? Like, I don't get that. I mean, it's, I don't know, man. I just, I just thought that shit was kind of odd because it was like, that's her mama. Yeah. I mean, like, I know people who like who ain't seen their parents in years and they finally see them, and like the first thing that. I don't think the first thing that comes to their mind is like, damn, she fine as fuck. She a federal ass, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> that's your mama. Yeah, you know that's not okay. Like, nah. That is not okay. Listen. Like, if my mom don't wear socks, I'd be like, come on, mom. Yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah, like, like, very, very. Nah, man. Listen, heart attack. I see mama naked, nigga. It's going down. I'm dropping yeah, dead on the spot. You, like, yeah, like, that's usually the thing that you have, you know, you be like, man, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Apparently not. Apparently that's what they go for. Hey man, the world is weird and different. I guess, man. Um, but uh, anyway, 
past that bullshit. That's bullshit. That's yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that was bullshit. Uh, Cameron dropped a uh, project not too long ago called The Program. Why? Um, I don't know. I guess he kind of trying to get back into the music game. But why? I don't know. I don't understand. Um, I listened to it and it sounded like it sounded like he never got out of like that 2000 Dipset era. That's what it's supposed to sound like though, especially from Cameron. I mean, well, I mean, nah, man, I I kind of feel like that they should, you know, like once you hit a certain age, you know, you done took some time off from the game, you done had some time away, you would actually have some different shit to talk about. Nah. Nah, but he's not one of those artists, man. He's not an artist that has shown a lot of diversity, man. You know what I'm saying? If you listen to all of the Dipset or any Cameron albums, man, it's not a whole lot of diversity. It's pretty much basically set around dope. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying, the thoughts of it. Or, you know what I mean? I don't really see him doing a whole lot of mind-blowing shit. No, I mean, it it ain't got to be mind-blowing. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, I I enjoy Cameron. Um, My favorite Cameron album is Purple Haze. And I thought that shit was well put together for Cameron. Drug Sports Entertainment. Yeah, for Cameron, it was well put together. It was a great album. Um, He talked about a couple things on there. He had a few lines on there I enjoyed. He had some great features on there, actually. Yeah. Um, He had some great collaborations, too, with the producers. So, you know what I mean? Like, to me, that was a a good album. Yeah, Um, for the time period, though. Right, that's what I'm saying. And programs sound like it's from that time period. Mm Mm-hmm. It just don't seem like he matured or grew out of that era. And I I just don't see that, you know, just off of his track record, man. I don't see that. Uh-uh. It was in, I don't see a, a broad, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it just, it's not him. You know, some people got their lame in and they ride that motherfucker until it's over. Right. You know what I mean? That's just him. I, I feel like I wouldn't expect to hear anything different from Cam. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't. It's not like if Jay dropped an album today. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's you. You know that if Jay drop an album, man, it's going to be something on it. It's going to be something relevant to today. You know what I'm saying? To whatever era. Um, if you backtrack through Jay tracks, man, or just albums, it's always relevant to what's going on. Yeah, that's true. You know, and I just don't feel like he got nothing to say about that. You know, what can he really talk about political? Or I mean, he could. Now nah, he he actually addressed some political shit in there. Um, he actually talked about the one of the tracks he got on there. Like he was talking about the, his beef with Kanye and Jay and all them. Mm-hmm. He kind of addressed that um, in his, you know, in his way, of course. Um, it was it was pretty decent. I actually enjoyed that track. He said some shit about Kanye, which shocked the shit out of me because I thought him and Kanye had a good rapport. Yeah. But apparently not. Um, well, what was all that centered around? I don't know. Yeah. I know I know him and Jay was beefing. Because of the um, the whole Rockefeller split up, right? And of course, everybody know. Well, if you don't know, he took Dame's side instead of Jay's side. Um, yeah, he probably took bad side. Yeah, <laughs> well, nah, I wouldn't even say that because I mean, Dame Dame ain't never really fell off. Nah, nah, he behind the scenes still doing his yeah, thing to this day. He always he's a businessman first, so you know he always gonna hold it down. But um, as far as the music aspect That's goes, what I mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As far yeah, as him still being into the music, yeah. you know what I'm saying, still being relevant, like if he was still on good terms with Jay right, right. now when he dropped that project, you know, the project would have been something completely different. I agree. Cause it, I mean, because even then, like, you could have had that feature. You could have had some kind of input. I mean, even him being on a good report with Kanye, like if you go back to uh, Purple Haze, you can hear that, that 
music that he made with Kanye. So to hear that and then like to hear him now is like he tried to go he tried to find that sound again. Um one good thing that he do got on that album or mixtape or whatever it's supposed to be, he still got the uh he still got the sample game down locked. Right. Whoever he fucking with or whoever he fuck with always got a good sample game. And um he had some good samples on that shit, so I give him credit for that though. And they was always pretty big on that anyway. Like Dipset is known for like theatrical beats and shit. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Like they they have like movie beats. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they have shit that you would expect to be on a major motion picture or some shit. Like you yeah. know what I mean? So they always did have good features and definitely good samples. Right. You know they definitely did. Right. But um, man, on top of that, man, um, Friday on Elm Street just dropped. Yeah, you was telling me about that. Yeah, Fab and Jada Kiss, and that shit is strictly, um, that shit is like wordplay, lyrical warfare, all this shit that niggas love about hip-hop, as far as lyrics and, and beat and, and construction and all that shit, cadence, all that style, them niggas put all that shit in one album, packaged it in like 12 tracks, Nigga, and that shit bangs. That shit get five fire emojis. Oh, yeah, and it's supposed to, though. You know, just hearing those two names together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they go. You know what I mean? They go, and they been going. And, they, and, the, and you know, of course, it's a project that's been, been talked about for years now. I remember the first joint was supposed to be Freddy versus Jason. That was their whole concept. Mm-hmm. They kept that concept, of course. Um, they matured it, let that shit simmer. They cooked it up, and that shit is primo. Yeah, I wouldn't expect no different from them. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, they're a different league of spitters. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those are the guys who don't have to drop a single every summer. You know, those are the guys who don't have to even be seen, you know what right. I'm saying, to be doing their thing, man, and to still be putting shit down. Right. And then out of the blue, they can still go on a six-month tour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just everywhere, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I feel like, I feel like that was a great collaboration right there. Yeah. Um, Fab kind of got the best of them on it. Um, except for the first two tracks, the intro and then the track after that, Kiss literally just dismantled everything. Yep, believe which that. is not shocking, of course, but not at all. Just for them two to be on a project together, and then I mean, to me, like that's the greatest part of that whole project is the fact that you can go back to how it used to be, to where you could just be like, "Yo, who was better? Um, what did you like most about this? What did you like most about that?" And nothing on that shit was trash. Right, which is the best part. Um, and that's the key to like yeah. great music for neither person to be slacking in any area. It's just you know which one went stronger. Exactly. You know because that's what makes a strong team. That's what makes a strong setup. You know what I'm saying? Because if you got one guy, you know what I'm saying that you know is just gonna dominate, and he's on there with a lighter. You know what I mean? Like yeah. adversary, I guess. Like man, it's not gonna be the same. You don't expect a whole lot. Right. You know what I'm saying from certain people. You know, but it, just hearing those two names together is perfect. That shit is beautiful, man. I know that went. And then at the end of it, that had to be the best part to just sit back and see. You know what I'm saying? The fruits from all of that shit, man. I know they really just reminisced on everything, man, and was loving every moment of that shit, man. Especially for real spitters though To be in a booth with another spitter You know what I'm saying Who you know gonna bring it That makes you write harder You know that makes you compose And come up with greater things You know what I'm saying Because you ain't on here with a lightweight Yep And that was um, That was one of the things man Like I was just 
I, I listened to it only once because you know of course I got to go through the whole joint right and I listened to it and just really took my time and tried to piece it together for that little small amount of time or what I could do and I mean like it was just everything in that motherfucker just sound like it just was perfectly placed and that's not you don't really get that a lot out of collaboration albums like nah. even with uh, Watch the Throne yeah like you don't really get that with collaboration joints, especially when it's just two people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And the elimination of features, man, makes it harder. You know, when people do mm-hmm. albums, you know what I'm saying, just solely based on them, you know, that makes it a lot harder, man. Exactly. You know, and just like you was bringing up Watch the Throne, you know, Watch the Throne was a collaboration from heaven. That yeah. shit was beautiful, man. I mean, it went together, and they, the tempo was always on point. You know what I'm saying? And then they bounced around, you know yep. what I'm saying, with some of everything. You know, they didn't just stick to, oh, I got it. You know what yeah. I mean? Because a lot of artists nowadays, they just stick to, I got it. I'm richer than you, and mm-hmm. this is why. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, you know, you ain't shit, and I am, and this is why. You know yeah, what I mean? It so, ain't no, it ain't a lot of, it ain't a lot of meat in that shit. Nah. It's, it's usually just filler. Listen, all bread. Ain't yeah. nothing in between it, yeah. baby. Just, that shit is, just, it's sad, man. Like, for real, for real. I, I hate hearing something that I get so excited about yeah. and then be so disappointed when the shit is over, man. Like, you could have went so hard. You know, I, I hate cliche bars. I hate things that I can see coming. You know, yeah. predictable-ass verses and shit like that. shit throws yeah, that, me off, Yeah, that's man. the worst. A predictable bar is not a good thing. Not at all. You know, if I can see it coming, man, it's not really a punch. You know what I'm saying? True. Like, True. You know, that's something that you duck. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, you, you weave shit that... You know what I mean? You can see coming. And with them two spitters we was talking about, you'll never see that shit coming. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll never fab and kiss. You'll never actually see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? They just drop it and you be stuck. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, I, I like that, man. And it shows that competitiveness. You know what I mean? Because you can believe when they both got in the booth with each other, they was both thinking, oh, yeah, I got to go. I got mm-hmm. to go hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can. And, and, like, even if you listen to it, you can hear it. Like, you could tell, like, they was... They was definitely in the booth together, mm-hmm. and they was listening to each other's verses. And you could tell, like, that, that competitiveness was coming out of each one of them because it wasn't like they was trying to kill each other. It was more so just, like, trying to one-up each other. Like, yeah. oh, okay, that's what you're going to gonna go in there and do that? It's my yeah. turn. Let me, let me go ahead and up the ante real quick. Yeah. It's like it's like watching Steph and Clay when they hot on the, on the court, and them yeah. niggas just shooting threes. And you could tell, like, Steph come down here, bust that motherfucker. Clay look at him like, all right, nigga, hold on. Clay come down, bust that business. Steph come down, do the like, man. That shit is, is yeah, crazy. Yeah, man, and that's how it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Uh, back and forth, nonstop, man. Just yeah. you know, and that that brings a spark to hip hop. You know yeah. what I mean? That that brings that feel. And you can believe that a lot of people was motivated off of that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just off of them doing their thing, man, because they are icons in this thing. You know what I mean? In all honesty, they've been holding it down for a while. I mean, Fab for real, like he's never had a whole lot of up in the front shine you uh-huh. know what I'm saying but he's always been in there yeah you know ever since he dropped it you know ever since he dropped what was it Ghetto Fabulous you know yep. what I'm saying ever since then you know he's been in this fucking mix of everything so you can't never write him off you know what I mean like he and he'll take some time and then he'll just pop out with something you know what I'm saying and I like that about him you know but every artist can't do that we're talking about skilled seasoned artists who can Go on a hiatus for two, three years and then come back and drop something. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And, and then, you know, Kiss was, he coming off the Locks album. Yeah. That they just put out. 
uh, Filthy America. Locks album was hot. Yeah, that shit was nice. That shit was hot, man. If you ain't heard the Locks album, you are slipping on yeah, hip hop. Definitely got to go back and listen to Filthy America. And then for them three to be back in the booth together, you know what I'm saying? Like really dropping it. That shit was great. The next question skit was the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that shit was that crazy. Shit was the that shit, shit was crazy. Hey, that shit was crazy. My favorite part, it was like, uh, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, I heard when you guys are fucking Amber. That <laughs> nigga say, that nigga say, motherfucker, what the fuck you talking about? Anybody fucking Amber? Hey, how about this? How about me and you fuck after the show? You good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was rolling. Loose. Hey, shake me falling. Hey, that shit was great, though. He was like, nigga, I fucked you up. Yeah. <laughs> I was rolling. That shit was great. And then Kiss got the solo album. Top five, dead or alive. Yep, yep. Yeah. Top and that, shit was, that shit was heat, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But it's kissing. You expect it. You yeah. know, you, you expect certain things from certain artists, man. And if they don't show up, that shit would be heartbreaking to America. Motherfucker, uh-huh. like, uh-huh. I mean, that shit is crazy, bro. And we are talking some elite spitters. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, the, but, you, but the crazy thing, bro, like, Fab really don't never take no time off. That's the crazy, like, I, I was really just thinking about that. Like, Fab really don't never take time off. Like, he he probably take it off from, like, making albums. Yeah. But but he still give you, like, something in between all that shit. Like, he'll either come out with, uh, he'll do a cover or some shit. Or he'll come out, like, with a new song. Mm-hmm. Or he'll come out, like, with a freestyle or something. Or yeah. a mixtape. But he don't never really take no time off. Nah, he's never, like, officially off the scene. But, you know, in this genre of music, man... If you ain't seen within a certain amount of time, you know what I'm saying, people just automatically feel like, you know, you fell off or you didn't stop doing or, but there are a lot of artists, man, who work more behind the scenes because, I mean, it's more beneficial, you know what I mean, because we didn't switched over, you know, we always talk about that, we in a different era of hip hop, you know what I'm saying, it's a different type of rap going on and them same guys is not going to get what they deserve fucking around in this era. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just... Yeah, I mean, it it depends on who they looking for it from. I mean, from the older yeah. generation, they definitely going to get that love. Oh, yeah, always. Um, from the newer generation, it's a, it's a group out there that really still appreciate lyrics and, and really still appreciate wordplay and, and, and that kind of music. Yeah. And, um... I mean, really, and it's a, and it ain't even a small population. It really is, like, a, a, a large population. Like, it surprised the shit out of me even talking to some of the people from the newer generation and, and the shit that they listen to, and it's like they might listen to, like, Yachty and all them, but they real, real favorite artists or, like, the shit that they really listen to heavy is, like, usually shit from, like, late 90s to early 2000s. And, I mean, you know, it, so for me it's surprising because the music that's out now, you would think that's the shit that they really bank right, on. Right, right. But, like, they really they fuck with it because, you know, like, they be in the clubs and shit. But they really don't fuck with it like that. It's it's coming back. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. It's making a, a full circle, man. And there is a small, you know what I'm saying, group. Actually, like you said, it's bigger than what we think. You know what I'm saying? But just over, on the overall, you know, there is a small group of people who just love spitters, man. Who yeah. just love, you know, the lyricism, man. There are people who get into that. <clears throat> and even some of the newer artists, you know, they, they get into that. They just chose a different lane. You know what I mean? They chose a different way to express them. Right. You know, a lot of people want to stand out. A lot of people want it to be their time. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for it to be your time if you're standing in the shadows. You know right. what I'm saying? So, and we talked about that with Bleak. You know what I'm yep. saying? It's hard for you to be the next up and you standing in the shadow of, of a man who's still relevant. You know what I'm saying? You That's know, true. And it's doing his thing. It's hard for you to be king when it's already one raining. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, 
that type of shit, man, you got to take all of that into account when you're thinking about this, the whole aspect of hip-hop in itself, man. Like, yeah. There's so much more that goes into this, and that's why I get so shitty when people go, ah, it's only rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, right, you right. know, because it's so much more passion and feel that goes into this. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, yeah, with you being an artist, though, that's, you know, I, I understand that. Yeah, you know, I, I'm a little touchy about that type of shit yeah. because, you know, this shit, there's a song for everything in your life, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be hip-hop, rock and roll, bluegrass, country, whatever it is, there's a song for every aspect of life. You know what I'm saying? And music just... Soothes the soul man You know what I'm saying So yeah, yeah. you know It'll take you to a different place You know You ever been listening to a song And it just shifted gears on you You was in a real smooth moment You heard some gangster shit And just was on something Hell you know what yeah I'm saying? You ready to go kill some <laughs> Yeah you know You just be on something Or yeah, you was yeah. on some gangster shit Hear one soft ass song And rethought your whole life mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Like you know it, it, it does something to you man So for people who are real hip hop heads You know If we don't have that feeling you know, it's like our fix, nigga. If we ain't got that feeling, it's like it ain't even worth listening to. That's true. You know what I'm saying? It'll just drain you, bro. I done heard some songs that I be anticipating and get so excited about and then hear it and be completely drained. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, just, yeah. just sad. Like, what the fuck? Right. Slap your producer. Like, nigga, like, I'll be on that, man. Man, we about to go ahead and take this small break, man, and then we're going to come back with our guest, um, S. Don Foster. Yes, sir. From the Stolen Time Podcast. Yes, sir. Let's Let's get it. Swagged out, dapper, fresh, dope. These are just a few words that describe the merch you can get from Varsity House Boutique, bringing you everything you need from shoes, clothes, hats, and the necessary accessories that makes them pop. Log on to varsityhouseshop.com and get the latest in fashion and culture. Varsity House. Keep your cool, play with style. All right, so we back. Um, we got the homie S. Dot Foster from the Stolen Time Podcast here. Um, man, it's a it's an honor to have him on. Uh, I was on this show a couple episodes ago, so you know what I'm saying. Um, he had to return the favor and come bless the podcast. So what's going on with you, bro? Still chilling, man. What's good with you? Man, nothing much, man. You know, just trying to put in this work, man, every day, you know, day at a time. Hold on a second, man. It's breaking down just a little bit. Say it again. I said, you know, just trying to put in this work, man, taking it one day at a time. Oh, man, I think we got a bad connection. I can barely hear you. Oh, no, hold on. Let me see with something real quick. Can you hear me better now? And this was brought to you by Scoots Bronson. Yeah, it's, a, it's a little muffled, a little muffled, but I can hear you a little better. Okay, okay. So what's going on with you, bro? Man, just chilling, man. Go, you know, got an off day. So busy time of the year for me. So I'm just chilling, man. It's my rest day today. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up, man. Hell that. So, you know, man, it's me and Detroit Gannon here, man. And, uh, you know, we're glad to have you on the podcast, man. We you know we want to make sure that people know about you, bro. We keep talking about you, man. It's time for you to shine. Yes, sir. Okay, how about now? Yeah, it's the mic. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that's a whole lot better. All right, we good now. 
So um, tell the people about your podcast, man. Let them know what it's about. Basically, uh, my podcast is just, uh, like I told you before, it's, it's more of a sports podcast, um, simply because uh, I was hearing a lot of BS from, like, either if it was ESPN Radio or whether it was Fox Sports 1. So I got me and my uncle together, and we pretty much just, we just try to put together a good sports show. Or, like, if I do the ones, like, by myself or with my homeboy Mark or Joe to be, it's more of, you know, kind of things dealing with the culture, whether it's music, whether it's movies, whether it's TV series, you know, some type of stuff like that, and just everyday life, you know, about what I go through on my daily basis. That's what's up, bro. So, um... How did you end up getting the the to uh, Uncle Washington to host with you? I don't end up getting what? I said, how did you end up getting Uncle Washington to host with you? Okay, whatever happened, it, it just went that bad. Oh, man. I got to fix this. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I got a lot of technical difficulties in here, but we working to stick with it. Brought to you by <laughs> Scoots Bronson. All right, there we go. Can you hear me now? Yeah, just a little better. All right, there we go. Okay, what was that last question? Uh, how did you get Uncle Washington to host with you? This ain't sponsored by Scoots Bronson. It's sponsored by Samsung. <laughs> they fuck them all set up. Hello? Can you hear me? All right, hold on. How about now? Yeah, yeah. All right, but now I was just talking about how uh, how you and Uncle Washington got together and started doing the podcast. Oh, it was, uh, it was, it was really sporadic. Like, I started my That's what's up, bro. That sounds like a, a perfect move. So, um, I got my boy Gan right here, man. Yes, sir. And um, I know you you had some words for him about the Kid Cudi uh conversation. Oh shit! Everybody <laughs> think about Kid Cudi. What's up, Gan? What's good, man? What's going on with you? Man, hey, well, I'm just chilling. Like I told, like I told Scoots, man, I'm just chilling on the day off, man, because you know I work for FedEx and. You know, we we doing them six days a week, and hey, I got to chill. One of my homeboys hit me up today, like, hey, you trying to shoot Bob? I'm like, nah, bro. Like, hey, I can't hit y'all up today. <laughs> not today, baby, not today. We're going to rest it out today. So what you want to okay. talk What you want to talk again about Cuddy about, man? Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, I got, I got a phone to pick with you, man. At least one person I, today does. All right, right, so... Basically, what I told schools was, when, when, when you got a guy like Cuddy, right, uh, what I respected about him the most was 
he didn't follow a trend. Like he pretty much came in with his own sound, came in with his own flow, and he didn't care if everybody rocked with it. Right. And what I told schools was when I when I listen to somebody like Cuddy, he kind of reminds me of like a like a Rihanna, right? Uh-huh. Like if you listen to Rihanna, Rihanna pretty much uses her voice like as an instrument, right? Right. And I feel Cuddy does the same thing. Okay. Like I, I can't really compare him to like anybody else, and I, I can't really compare him to Rihanna either because she's not a rapper. But Cuddy's not really a rapper either, but he can spit when he wants to. And that's my only that problem with sense? him. My my only problem with him really is you can spit when you want to, but you're supposed to always want to spit. Yeah, yeah, and, and like I said, he, he have a few tracks. Like, on his last album, he dropped one. The reason I know exactly when it dropped, because it was a lot of other CDs that dropped around the same time. Mm-hmm. And he dropped he dropped this last one in December. It was, uh, what's the name of that CD? Uh, man, I, it was at the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember. But he dropped one back in December. My point and he exactly. got a few of them, but he's spitting on them. And what I liked about one track was it was called Does It. And what I liked about Does It was it was actually telling the people what he do. It's like, because you never really hear him bragging on himself. Right. And it was like, in that track, like, he was actually, like, just spitting that shit. And I was like, man, that's what I want to hear out of you, Cuddy, because I feel that, that he is so, like, misrepresented in this game, and people just seem to, like, throw him off. But I'm like, look, dude, like, you know what you do. You're putting in work. You're putting in work for years, and I just feel like that type of track was something that he needed to put out, if right. that make any sense. No, I get that. I mean, some tracks are needed. You know, it's a lot of artists that had things that were necessary for this game, and they dropped it right on time. My thing with uh, Cuddy is you got one thing. You're different. So uh, by you being different, you gotta assert yourself a little bit more than everybody that follows the crowd. You know, you you can't really be different for a second. You know what I'm saying? You know, you different and then you fall back and then everybody just go to the norm. You know, I, I feel like Kid Cudi got a lot of potential. I mean, he always has. He's a spitter for real. He just don't fucking spit. <laughs> I don't get it. I mean, you know, hell, let the world know. Shine that gift, man. Yeah, but you gotta. But also, but also, it's like. But he don't have to do what everybody else is doing, though. True. True. But, you know, if you keep... What good is a diamond that nobody sees? What's good if this nobody sees? This nigga just spit a Joe line. Listen, I'm trying to tell you. I'm cold with this shit. This nigga just spit... Hold on, wait a time out. Yeah, we're not going to go gloss over the fact that you just that used slide. a line from a Joe song. Hey, listen. Okay. I'll tell you what. I couldn't use a Kid Cudi song. I did, motherfucker. You know, but my thing is, you know, if you got all these Jews to drop and you keep them to yourself, man, you ain't got no Jews. You know what I mean? You the only one that know about it. You know, that's it's a gift that you've been given, man, because everybody can't do this thing. So go ahead and do what you've been blessed to do. And that's my main thing with Kid Cudi. You know, it's like, he got it. He just don't got it. I don't understand. Well, well, one thing we got to look forward to is his next his next CD supposed to be executive produced by Kanye. So okay. I can tell that 
both of y'all are Kanye fans, and Kanye is getting back on his shit because I heard that one track he did with uh with Saha the Prince on his new album. Uh, 
Twenty One Savage and all this stuff. R.I.P. to hip hop. I don't really know what's going on with it, but at the end of the day, that's just that's just not me. Like I, I just don't get. Uh, sir, thing, I, I guess it's just for a younger crowd. I feel you completely. <laughs> not that older people can't rock with them. Yeah. It's just it makes no damn not sense. The First of all, I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> that's, the, that's the first thing. <laughs> it's all, and that's why they have crowned this the mumble rapper here. <laughs> I mean, listen, shout out to the South, but you mumble mouth motherfuckers came up here, man. <laughs> and y'all just, we don't know what you're saying in the North, motherfucker. We have no idea. I'm sorry. <laughs> and that might be the thing, you know. It's, I mean, it's popular where it's popular, you know what I mean? But. Uh, you know, you just gotta be you. You gotta be different. You gotta be a unique creature in this thing we call hip hop. You know, and that's a fact. It, it helps breed it. You know, and the one thing that separates us from the other genres of music is diversity, because you can go into R and B, and you can duplicate a Luther Vandross song, and people will give you praise for it. You can do a Whitney Houston song, and People will give you praise for it. You gotta do that shit right, though. Yeah, you gotta do it right. Cause nigga, kill you if you yeah. fuck up a Whitney song. Yeah. <laughs> you will be dead on the spot. Listen, you, you will get ran the fuck out the building. Absolutely, somebody hitching your head with some shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but you know, you you got to do that. But when we talk about hip hop, man, the main thing about it is diversity. You know, being different, challenging yourself, and pushing. You know, we always had this debate about um, like the errors of hip hop and which ones were the best. And you'll hear Scoop say all the time, I'm stuck in the 90s. Well, I feel like that was, <laughs> I feel like that was, you know, one of the more pure forms of it because you had so many icons. You had so many labels. You had so many, if, if you had a label with 10 people on it, everybody sounded different. You know, everybody had a unique sound to them. And now, shit, I don't know who's who. This was brought to you by Scoots Bronson. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna make that a motherfucking drop? But um, so I'm glad we got that up in the air, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad we go ahead and talk about what you want to talk about, right, man? Yeah, you already know. So I'm glad we got my man on here. You know what I'm saying? Because he is a sports aficionado. Um, yesterday, the Ohio State Buckeyes beat the shit out of the Michigan Wolverines. Kiss my entire ass. And uh, I'm glad you all here, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I want you to tell the people, because I've been telling the people for the longest, that Ohio State is going to make it back into the college football playoffs. Um, apparently nobody believes anything that I say. So I would like for you to let people know how it is possible that Ohio State can make it back into the playoffs. I said, I, I would like for you to speak on how Ohio State is going to make it back into the playoffs. That's what you should hear, crickets chirping. Okay, hold on. Is it better? Yeah. All right. Now, I was saying, I, I wanted you to talk about how Ohio State was going to get back into the playoffs. Thank you. See, it is not meant. For it him. is meant for it to happen. Now, can you hear me? You keep trying to. It ain't working. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Nobody wants to talk about too much. Goddamn you, Verizon. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have people, yeah. sir. All right. Now, I was saying I, I, I wanted you to talk about the college football playoffs and the, uh, the chances that Ohio State have. Yeah, I, I 
can't. I'm trying to thank you. Thank you. Cause don't nobody want to hear about them Ohio Hold State on, peanuts. We're gonna, we gonna try to call you back real quick, bro. <laughs> Hey, listen, the skies have opened up and the sun has shined on Gan. <laughs> Nobody want to talk about this bullshit. Man, you niggas are cheaters. Talk about this shit, you niggas man. are cheaters. We got technical difficulties, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to the Already Home Podcast. We are working on it. Y'all started um, off cheating. It was 57 motherfucking penalties. We trying to get this shit going. It was 57 penalties in the first half. Fuck that. It was on y'all. No, nah, I know. That's the problem. Is that better? Can you hear us now? You sound like a Verizon commercial. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what I said. You sound like a Verizon. Can you hear us now? It sounds like a little muffled. It's the mic feed. Yeah. How about now? All right. Now, I just, I just wanted you to talk to the people about um, Ohio State getting into the uh, playoffs in the national championship. Don't nobody care about Bruno hey, the hey, Peanut. It's looking a whole lot better for him now. Because you got Clemson about to take on Miami. Okay, so Clemson took care of their business by beating South Carolina. Then, if Clemson beats Miami, and then you got, let me see, it's probably going to be Oklahoma. See, Oklahoma, who they going to have? They, they got a big 12 championship game. So, Bama. Right Say back in there. As far as the ACC, if Miami wins, because see, Miami is ahead of y'all right now. Wait, right. Are they ahead of y'all right now? See, the new thing hasn't came out yet. Yeah, so. so I'm not sure what they're going to do with that new one. But Ohio State still got a shot to get in. Oh, yeah. I hope your quarterback get the worst case of athlete's foot ever. So basically, we got, um, we got Alabama losing last night. Miami lost Friday, uh, Notre Dame lost, and I think that's it. I think everybody else won out. I hope you get caught up on some more bootleg tattoos. I hope you get food poisoning. Yeah, they try to make the SEC all super cool when everybody know they really ass though. I hope you get tainted cups. Y'all get jock itch. Hey, they didn't fire a lot of people. Yeah. 
What do you think about uh, Chip Kelly going to UCLA? I think Chip Kelly, I think it's a bad move. And I think that it's crazy. I seen a thing on Facebook where it showed his last four jobs. He has made over $100 million. Damn. In this new contract. God damn. Off of college football? UCLA, UCLA. Yeah. Ain't that shit free? School like USC. Like USC. Speaking of UCLA, man, um, we know that Leandro, I think it's Leandro, Leandro Ball, um, he got in trouble uh, in China. They got arrested. They ended up getting bailed out, and they ended up getting back home. Um, and Trump tried to take credit for it, of course, but we don't know if that motherfucker really had anything to do with it. But it appears that they have been suspended indefinitely, man. What you think about that? Okay. 
That's a hell of a list. Okay, I can respect that. I talked about him already. Cuddy's in there. That's because he just done something emotionally for me. Get out. So I got Cuddy in there. I got Drake in there. I got Jay in there. Okay. Uh, I got Cole. Okay. <sighs> Come on now. It's always the last one. It's always the last one. It's always the last one. And I also want to put Wale in there. Hey man, Wale last album's garbage. Right now, I'm getting Kendrick. There we go. Now that's ex- it's acceptable all the way up to Cuddy. <laughs> he tripping. Now I'm gonna let it go because you a close homeboy. I'm gonna let it go this time. But but for future reference, uh, it, it, it used to be different. Like it's kind of, see, as you can tell, I got more of people that are more like closer to our age groups. You don't really right. got like the OGs and they're like a. You know, like a Tupac or a Biggie or, right. you know, DMX and, right. and, I, and I love all those dudes. But oh, yeah. just, the more, I don't know, like, it's not that they can't spit. And, all right, well, let me ask you this, though. While I got y'all, right? Okay. So, Tupac, I heard I heard someone speaking about Tupac. Ha, ha. Schools don't like Tupac. And he said that <laughs> the reason they don't have Tupac in their top five is because they don't look at Tupac as a rapper. It was like, I look at Tupac more as a poet, more as a writer, than actually speaking. Like, how would you feel about somebody saying something like that? Hey, you know what? I really, really enjoy this guy because he listens to the podcast. Like, this is great. Listen. Yeah, Tupac is uh, definitely not a rapper. Hey, man, you going to get off Pac, man. He make the five. Anyway. Go ahead. <laughs> you a rat bastard for that. That's all I got to say. Tupac is not a rapper, but go ahead. You got it. You a rat bastard for that. Man. You am. better show your love to Tupac. I man. am. <laughs> That's bullshit. But yeah, uh, you got a strong five there, sir. I'm uh, completely content with that, except for Cuddy, man. <laughs> except for Cuddy. Cuddy can't make a five. He ain't even got five albums. <laughs> Cuddy can't make I, I surname them. Satellite flight. The last one was um, Demon, was it, uh, something Demon Slaying. It was, uh, I forget the name of it. Uh, Insidious. That's five right there. Man, you got that off. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> I'm gonna get, hey, I'm going to let that ride because I don't know what a kid cutting out, so I'm going to act like I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, he shut all that shit down. So, I'm going to go ahead and say, you got that off because he got five albums. He still ain't going in the five. <laughs> he ain't going to five, man. Hey, man, you know, top five is personal, man. And it is. Top five is very personal. That's why we ask people to top five, man, because we can kind of gauge what type of person that you are. You know what I'm saying? Based upon what you're into. So, I can tell already that you you do know your hip hop, sir. Yeah, he definitely that. knows hip hop, man. You was just mistaken on Kid Cudi. I'm sorry it's about that. Up. Can't judge <laughs> people sorry. in their top five, man. Yes, I can. <laughs> but uh, another question I wanted to ask real quick: Can you hear us clearly? That's good. There we go. That's a start, right. baby. We're that's a start. Now, already home. And already home. Shit get fucked up, but we fix it. So it's, it'll get better. Shit. Uh, but um, I did want to ask you this. Um, 
You say you talk, you know, you, you go into sports a lot, man, and y'all talk real heavy on basketball, football, all that stuff. Um, who do you have winning the NBA championship this year? I know it's early, though. Yeah, we got hell of games left. Yeah. Brought to you by Scoots <laughs> Bronson. But who do, you, who do you have winning the NBA championship? I know it's early. Um... I know it's I know it's kind of tough, but I I just want to just get your opinion on that before it happened. Uh, it, it's hard to see somebody beating the Warriors in two to three weeks. I I just don't see nobody doing it. I, the the cat we don't know what the Cavs are gonna look like. Okay, because now Derrick Rose is thinking about I guess retiring. Wow, yeah, that's got, true. They're one of the oldest teams in the league. Anytime you got the brain, you got a shot. Yeah. But, because he's the best player ever. Don't start to see uh, I spoke about his hip injury on the podcast before. So we don't really know what he's going to look like. J.R. Smith in the finals. He's like, he's good until the finals get there. I don't like J.R. Smith, the man. Way. Like, Kevin Love, he, you know, he'll have a few games here and there in the finals. But the Warriors, man, I mean, I know some people are talking about the, uh, the Celtics, but. The Celtics are too young. Shout out to Z. They're not, they're not there yet. They still got time to grow. But if they make it, I can see the Celtics beating um, the Cavs. But even if they face the Warriors, they're not going to beat the Warriors. Ooh, hey, shoot that to the already home podcast, baby. Sir, listen. He, um, he has you have, got. You have great, great sports uh, uh, knowledge. Um, you have great sports stories. Um, but the Cavs are not going to lose to the Celtics. Hey, listen, man. I didn't say they was going to lose. Shoot, shoot I, your I, opinion. I said that if it happened, I wouldn't be surprised. But as far as experience, I don't think they will. Like I spoke about, I spoke about Boston on my podcast the other day, and there only been in my lifetime two guards that's up the six feet or under that has led their team to the finals. As in the key guys on their team, as AI when you face the Lakers, and as Isaiah Thomas who went back. Thank you, thank you. I was just about to say that. Shout out to Motorcy. Those guys, but you look at those guys, the rest of those guys' teams. Those teams were seasoned. Right. Jason Tatum was what, like 19 years old, 19, 20 years old. Jalen Brown is like 20, 21. Like they're, they're not winning. No, they're not winning. Against the Cavs, I think that they can. I know I'm kind of in the middle of the road, but if I had to bet on it, I'm betting on the Cavs getting there again. Listen, I feel like the Cavs are definitely going to make it because they have the squad to do it. What I really feel like is, um, first of all, they shouldn't have won it. And I said it; they shouldn't have won it the first damn time because there's no way that you go a three straight on a team that's damn near undefeated. That shit is bullshit. I don't know who put the call in to Vegas or, or what happened, but I feel like it was some Arnold Rothstein shit going on with that shit. <laughs> Somebody put the fix in and made that happen. That, that is unheard of. But I feel like they will still have to grow for a couple years before they capture it again. But other than that, it's got to be the Warriors, man. It's got to be. I mean, because they have an all-around solid team. You know, they are they are built for it tough, sir. Like these, this team is a team that 
you dream about. This is some fantasy team shit that's going on here. Oh yeah, this is a team that you put together on a video game. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? That ain't, that ain't no shit that you just run across. Like. I don't think two years ago was a fluke, though, dude. Because, look at it this way. The, the Six years of his knees. Yep. When you a big guy, 
Listen, them knees are crucial. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're running up and down that court all night. You know what I'm saying? For a hundred and some games. You know what I'm saying? That is crucial. So, you know, you can't really determine how these things turn out. You know what I'm saying? Especially right. physically. You know what I mean? Some of the best players, we were just talking about Derrick Rose. Some of the best players have been able to be champions and physically they just couldn't match it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because Derrick Rose has been hurt several, several times, man. He's right. already talking about retiring. You yeah. know what I mean? So for him to do what he did, I respect him for that because you do want to be a champion. But he brought his loyalty back home and he's going to ride. I just feel like they need maybe another two years to completely build their team. And mm-hmm. then they will be the powerhouse. I feel like they will be the Golden State Warriors yeah. if they center people around their star. Um J.R. Smith don't really like him. I feel like J.R. Smith is kind of overrated because, like he said, he's good in certain moments. He, he, certain he's moments, like an off-and-on player, though. And that's what I'm saying. You can't really deal with an off-and-on player like that. Yeah. I mean, it's good for you, but are you going to be off in the season or are you going to be off in the playoffs? Right. That shit make right. a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, I'm glad y'all got this shit off y'all chest. Fuck this bullshit. I got beef with S. Dye Foster just real quick. Oh, um, shit. See, uh, the 49ers um, booted Kaepernick off the team, and they did him wrong. However, that bad juju did not uh, go into this season because, goddammit, the Browns are still winless, and the San Francisco 49ers got to win. Sir, what is your take on that? Sir, sir, Michigan just lost yesterday. So I was going to ask you about how them Browns doing, motherfucker. Oh, you listen to my podcast before. You know I'm a huge Cap guy. Oh, Cap. He didn't get booted. He, he he opted out of this contract. Number mm-hmm. one. And what they did, look, the Phantom has been one of the most, other than the Browns, the most dysfunctional front office that there is. That's true. As you can see, they booted the whole thing. Browns are a lot worse, They hired John Lynch, they brought in Kyle Shanahan. They only brought back 15 people from the previous team the year before. Now it was 14 because of Mark Goldman's gone. Yeah. So, Obviously, they're rebuilding. To get that win against the Browns, not the Browns, uh, the Giants, I mean, it's the Giants, man. Like, hey, man, I shout out to Eli. I how a team fall off a cliff like the Giants did. I can see the 49ers falling off a cliff. I mean, any team, they said that this was the only team since 1996. Damn. That is not an expansion team, the only return. 15 players. Yeah. Now, that's never happened before since 96. So, I expected this year. Like, I didn't, I knew San Francisco wasn't going to be anything. But, the Cleveland Browns problem is, oh, yeah, the tell me Browns this. would not, they need to fire every scout they have. I that agree. is fucked I up. Agree. I <laughs> totally fucked fucking up. agree. Hey, hey, that was a public service hey, announcement from Stolen Time. The problem is, this scouting department is the worst in the NFL. That is true. It has been for like 10 years, 10, 15 years. They need to start from the bottom and build up. That's their problem. Now, yeah. as far as the 49ers, I think that they're, I think they're on the right track. I think it's, it's going to take time, but they're on the right track. And, and if they give Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch time, I think that they might be able to build something back. Yeah, man, I know, man. It's uh, I agree with you on that, though, man. The, the scouts is, is trash and shit. I I think we should just get rid of that whole fucking front office, except for the uh, the uh, Sashi Brown guy, man. He made some pretty decent picks, 
but uh, I think we should keep Sashi Brown. But um, on the last episode of Stolen Time, man, you spoke about um, this relationship you had with a crazy German woman and how she stalked you and how she searched the whole state of Carolina. Um, you said just one state of Carolina. I think it was both, but you know, she searched, for him? she searched the whole state of Carolina for every person with his last name, found his grandma's house just to find this man. I got a question. What did you do to that woman? Boy, he did it. <laughs> I know what he did. I, I didn't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Liar. <That's funny. laughs> I, I was here, you know, in the hallways and everything. Hey, how you doing? You know, chop it up, whatever, whatever. And, you know, I, I can tell, you know, every time I see her, you know, her face just brought up a little more, you know what I'm saying? So, I would talk to her, and then, like I said, you know, we ran to each other at a party. And so, you know, like I said, it wasn't that little bit of action, dude. That's all it was. Went up a little bit of kissing here, a little bit. And so then, damn, that's she it. To get up before she left, and I knew she wanted me to be, but I was like, man, I don't think it's a good idea. So I'm gonna take the your head and I'll put you one below your waist. There you you go, dig? There you I go. But when she left, you know, I gave her my cell number. That was your first problem. Yeah. So she could, uh, you know, we could write each other and talk every now and then because that was the, the age of phone cards and stuff like that. So when she left, I ended up, right, like I said, I was with this other girl and she broke my cell phone. So when I went to get another cell phone, I got another cell phone number and my dad moved from that address that she had. So I'm guessing she couldn't get in touch with me so she took it to the extreme by calling like every foster in like Greenville County <laughs> trying to find me. And she tracked me down by calling my grandmother's house and my grandmother gave her my cell phone. Number. Damn, she called you OG? <laughs> Damn. Okay, so she finally found you, right? And then uh, after calling every goddamn person in the state of South Carolina, in North Carolina, and then Louisiana and Texas Man, and know. Georgia. So she finally found you. So my question is this, um, how did you shake that? Man, ain't no shake uh, Well, basically, when, when I talked to her, she was telling me she was coming back to the States again. Cause you know, she was only here cause of the exchange student thing. So she went back and she said she was coming back. So I, I was like, I kick it with you. But what I did was- That was your first problem. I took her, you know, I took her to eat and I basically took her you know, to my grandmother's house, I know it's always somebody there. Cause like, that's never take them so to your grandma's house. So I know it ain't gonna be nothing going down. So, like I said, we hung out, and then she went back. And then after she went back, she, I had, that's when I went to uh, West Virginia to go to college. So when I left to go to West Virginia, she hit me up again, but she didn't know I was in West Virginia. So she was like, hey, I'm back in the States. Where are you? And I thought I had the best excuse in the world. I'm like, hey, I'm in West Virginia. I'm in college right now. And then she hit me with the, where that's it? I'm like, what you mean where that's it? West Virginia. And I'm like, man, this is like eight hours away. And she was like, all right, that's cool. I drive there. And I had to tell her, look, this got to end. Like, we got we to drop this. We can't. 
we can't continue this anymore. And like I said in the podcast, like she hit me up like two weeks later on Facebook, something in friend request, but I had to turn it down. And like my message was, it's like sometimes we never want a girl that's crazy. And like, but some people I can't find nothing but they'll beat anyway, and then they end up getting a girl pregnant. And then they mad because they got a crazy baby mom. Like, nah, Banana cream pie. Man, that's a crazy ass thing. Hey, man, man. stop stunning. You know you hit him with that softball. <laughs> Ain't no way in the world. That's you, a crazy you, ass thing. He, he said he didn't kiss on He just sucked on her neck a little bit. Now she yeah, should. That's, now that's she, what it was. That's exactly now, what it was. Now she searching he from put state to moves. state. Yeah, he put the moves on it. When you put the moves on him, man, it'd be a rap. But, uh, Sir, that nigga hit him with that softball that one night. Uh, another thing <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about... Um, which was something that I had a problem with personally, um, starting off doing the podcast thing, um, is I noticed that when you had started off or whatever, you had some equipment and everything working and all that stuff, and then, you know, you weren't really uh, just starting off kind of bare, you know what I'm saying? Talk to, to the people about how you really kind of started off doing your thing, not necessarily how you started the podcast, but just how you started off as far as like your equipment, just talking about um, how you was going to get guests on there, just the whole process of you actually doing your first episode. Uh, well, the first episode, you know, I I knew from listening to, you know, the other podcasts and things like that, it's, it's always good to have a co-host or to have guests and things like that. But my problem was I'm a person who... Like I told you before, I, the only thing I really speak to consistently like that is my uncle Washington. Like as far as like friends and like you know consultants, all kind of stuff like that, I don't really communicate with a lot of people. So it was like I didn't want to like step out of my comfort zone and be like, hey, I know I ain't talked to you in like six months, but you're trying to do the podcast. So I was just like, you know, I'm I'm just gonna do it by myself. And then you know when I talked to Mark, Mark said, hey, you need to do this, do that. So I reached out to a few people. Like I was supposed to do a podcast yesterday um, with four guys, actually. But I can kind of say some of it was my fault because I've been so busy at work. I didn't have the time to, you know, send them out a reminder like, hey, you know, be still trying to do this. I didn't hit them up till yesterday morning, and they all canceled out. But as far as, like, getting guests, it's like I'll reach out to a certain degree if I feel like I'm going overboard or if it feels like I'm begging, like I'm not going to do it. You know, like I got, I got right. um, a few people that, that reaches out, but I, I just feel like personally, if it, if it don't happen, it don't happen. I feel like me and, me and Uncle Washington can hold down the fort. Yeah. So, but it, it is hard though, because I was talking to um, Mark, he's like, man, a lot of people love to talk. I was like, yeah, people love to talk, but they really only want to talk to people that they fuck with, you mm-hmm. know, usually. Yeah. And a lot of the people don't really, you know, rock with me like that. So, and then I'm kind of a, kind of a loner dude, to be honest with you. So it's like, I, I guess I'm explaining it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Nah, it makes perfect sense, you know? Yeah, that makes perfect sense, man. Um. So... 
you ended up getting on with Uncle Washington. Um, I remember on the show you was telling me how you would go over to his house and, you know, y'all would kick it and talk and have these great conversations. And, and you came up with the idea to just be like, hey, why don't you just join me on the podcast? Um, so with him being on your show and the dynamic that you two have, which, as I told you before, man, like that's an awesome dynamic because you have a bit of the past and then you got a bit of the present and y'all bring that shit together and then y'all let that shit ride and the way y'all got that shit going is amazing and on top of that you already know i'm an uncle washington fan especially when you get to talking about the knicks because he real for real about his knicks he real for real <laughs> about basketball i mean listen this man is is the basketball connoisseur if y'all ain't never heard stolen time man make sure y'all go to soundcloud and check that out because he be holding it down when he get to talking about basketball. So with him talking about basketball and then on top of that, him being able to talk about what happened in the past as far as social issues and then you being able to talk about what's going on now, how do you feel that dynamic really um, brings that kind of flair to y'all podcast? I think it brings a great dynamic because, and I appreciate the compliment. And I think it does because just like you say, it's, it's, it's I'm 32. He's 64. He's experienced a whole lot of different things right. that I have right. that I have yet to experience. But also, that we hope you never experience. Right. Being from New York, and it's like you, you hear all of these folk tales about things that happen in New York, or you know, you got all the movie stars, athletes, and all this stuff. Crime, you know, crime figures, as in Nicky Barnes, as in Frank Lucas, and. You know, it, he he can bring shout out to the drug dealers. <laughs> and as far as like you know, watching people like Dr. J and Tony Archibald and all those guys play at Rucker Park and things like that. And like I had an episode called "You Never Seem to Amaze," and it's like well, Uncle watched it. It's like that all the time. Even though as much as we talk, it's just a certain subject don't come up. You know, I I won't know. And you know. I recall a podcast of uh, episode four. We talked about uh, that was when the Michael Vick thing went down with Colin Kaepernick. Do you remember when Michael Vick was like, Colin Kaepernick needs to cut his hair? Yeah. Yeah, and in, in that episode, you know, I asked him if he could do a uh, if he could do a biopic on anyone. And so I told him the two people that I would want to do. And one of the people, I said Larry Davis. And Larry Davis was a guy that was accused of shooting a cop in uh in New York back in the eighties. And after he ended up getting arrested and everything, you know, they, they beat him like really bad in prison, he ended up being paralyzed and all that stuff. But the whole thing was Uncle Washington was like, Oh yeah, Larry Davis, he was hiding out in one of the projects that I lived in. I'm like and he just dressed up with it like it wasn't a thing. It's like crazy. it was nothing. I'm like, dude, this is this is real big stuff. It's right. Like, you know, so it's just, you never know what you're going to get on this podcast and what's going to come out of his mouth because he has so many great stories and he experienced so much. And then me, it's just being more, you know, I guess being more of with the culture as far as like social media, and, you know, and things like that because right, you don't right. have social media. Like, and like he don't, like, he here in his sixties. He don't know nothing about that. <laughs> you know stuff about sports and the Knicks and and things like that. 
But as far as, like I told you before, when it comes to sports, I mean, this guy, he watched European ball. He watched the G League. He yeah. watched women's. He watched anything dealing with a round ball, man. He's pretty much watching. Right. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, man, and um, man, he he hold it down on the show, man. You hold it down on the show. Um, I'm glad that we ended up linking up together, man. That way, you know, we can listen to each other's content because, man, y'all got some great shit going on, bro. Uh, I appreciate you coming on to the show, man. Yes, shout sir. out to you. Um, shout out to Mark who comes on the show every now and then. Um, shout out to Casey, man, who holds y'all down on the music side. Before we go, I just wanna, I just wanna know, man, how did you come up with the concept to get him? to really put in like uh, the musical aspect of y'all show? Uh, simple, it was, I was working cause he works at a place on my route. And I told him that I started my own podcast. He was like, oh yeah, he was like, I'm about to check it out. So he checked it out and he listened to it. And he was like, man, you know, you probably, you know, probably can use some intro music. And I'm like, cool, he was like, well, you know, I can beat some side. I'm like, oh yeah, so he showed me his, uh, it's our cloud page and you know got to the beats and he was just really excited about doing the beats and he put more thought in it than i did it like especially like the first one like the first intro beat he did he was just like you know the reason he was like do you hear how there's like time missing in the beat and i was like okay so i listened to it over i was like yeah i see what you're saying he was like i did that for the concept of stolen time so then when he did the second one when he put the voices in there and all of that stuff and it, it just it's just as much excited as doing the beats as i am of doing the podcast because now he's thinking about you know taking his beats more serious and starting to do more you know things like that as far as dealing with music but get you off here bro i appreciate you coming on the show man i know we had technical difficulties but it ended up working out in the end and i'm glad it did i'm yes, glad sir. That, uh, listeners could get a chance to hear you finally um if they ain't been listening to your podcast of course they need to go to your podcast and listen to you and uncle washington do y'all thing but before you get up out of here man plug all your info your social media 
uh, where, where they can you listen at? to the podcast, all that, man. Let the people know where they can find you. All right, one thing before I do that, though, I got, I got a question again. Oh, quick. shit, I love that. Okay, right? So, me and School Brunson were talking about Drake. I know he told you that we were talking about And do you consider moving him up when you think about something like this dude has wrote Unthinkable for Alicia Keys, right? Okay. He wrote Fall for Your Type okay. for Jamie Foxx. So as far as being able to write rap lyrics and Hits. R&B lyrics, Hits. could that push him in your top five? It can't push him in my top five only because everybody in my top five is like their icons. They're solidified already. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I would have to move somebody, and I don't see moving nobody in my five. My five would be Kanye. Big Pac. Don't start your nonsense. <laughs> okay. Big Pac, J, M, Kanye. I'm not moving none of them for Drake, man. Kanye. I know, man. You can't move Kanye. Out of the five, man, he is so monumental. He has also produced so many monumental tracks. What they got to do with him rapping? He just brought up motherfuckers that's writing I'm just saying. That's what you know. That's something you would say, though. Nigga, fuck that. Anyway. He just just brought up the fact of the other aspects, Oh, okay. Of Drake. Go ahead. So I can bring up the other aspects Mm -hmm. of fucking Kanye. Okay. Okay. It took a long time. (laughs) I I feel like you, man. I feel like you. That last one was heavy, man. I didn't have a five for a long time. It was four. You know what I'm saying? Like, so... That last five Kanye got in there, man. Like I, I don't really remember what, like part of his career he slid in on me. But when I thought about it, I felt like I was supposed to give him his proper respect, man, because he has done so much for the industry itself, man. So I would love to put Drake in my five, but who am I supposed to move? I'm not moving Kanye. Like, Kanye? No, motherfucker, I'm not moving him. So he can be he can be top ten. He can be six. <laughs> He'd be sick, but I feel I feel you. But uh basically uh SoundCloud is pretty much where everything is. Um, you can find me on SoundCloud as the Stolen Time Podcast. That stolen is S T O L apostrophe N. Um you can find me on uh, my Facebook page, which is also uh, the Stolen Time Podcast. You can find me on Instagram as S dot Foster and then the number eight. And that's the same handle for Twitter. I also post episodes on Google Play and also Tumblr. That's what that other one was. I, I remember you was trying to come up with it a few episodes ago, and that's what it was. There's episodes on Tumblr. So uh, that's where pretty much I put everything. Okay, that's what's up, Yeah, man. man. We appreciate you for coming on the show again, man. It's been an honor. Um, eventually, man, we're going to have to really do a real mashup to where we do the stolen time and already home together, man. Uh, we got to meet up somewhere and make this thing happen eventually. But we do appreciate you for coming on the show, well, man. Which eventually. To you, we bro. got a New Year's show coming up, sir. What are you talking about? New Year's is too close, sir. Anyway, like I said, man, eventually we're going to have to make this happen, man. Don't so listen scary, again. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate you for coming on the show, man. Tell Uncle Washington that uh, he is next on the interview list because we got to get him on the show Absolute. somehow, some way. So whenever he get a chance, man, let us know. We would love to have him on. And, man, we appreciate you for coming on, bro. Hey, man, you invited to the New Year's show. Thanks again, bro. All right, bro. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Man, that was S. Foster, man, from the Stolen Time Podcast. Much love, man. Much love, Stolen Time Podcast. We appreciate you for coming on. 
Y'all make sure y'all go to the uh, SoundCloud page. Stolen time once again as S T O L apostrophe N. Y'all know how to spell time. You um, he got the Facebook page, like he said. Tumblr was what he uh, was talking about. That's what the other platform I was looking for. And he is also on Google Play. So, man, y'all go and check him out, man. Download, stream, share, rate, comment, like, all that good stuff. Yeah. Show him the same support that y'all show us, man. Show him that love. We about to go to another break and we'll be right back. You dig? Once again, ladies and gents, this episode is brought to you by the good people at North State of Mind. Go to NorthStateOfMind.com to get some unique, exclusive gear. Plus, you can support the podcast by ordering your very own custom, already home podcast shirt. Make it special by putting your name, Twitter handle, and more on the back. Remember, that's NorthStateOfMind.com. All right, man. So we back from the break. Absolutely. We just had S. Dot Foster on from the Stolen Time podcast. Um, great interview. He had great insight. You know what I'm saying? Of course, y'all know and y'all just heard. You know, he got great sports knowledge. Um, so salute to him for doing this thing. Man. Yes, sir. Much love, much love, man. But uh, man. So uh, uh, you know I'm in the beef, right? What's up? You know I'm in the beef. Yeah, you you are in the beef. The you, rap beef. Listen, you you did hear that I was in the beef. I'm yeah, some, you some. are in the rap beef, and it's funny because it's with H. Ridge. So. Shout out Jazzo, Jazzo, Jazzo. Yeah. Shout out to Jazzo. Hold on, wait, stop. Let me set it up. <laughs> Let me set it up. So, for people that don't know, um, H. Ridge was previously on multiple shows when we had first started the podcast. Right. He is definitely a friend of the podcast. Right. Um, he is a homeboy of ours. Absolutely. Um. Good, good friend, you know what I'm saying? He always support the podcast. He do his thing. And him and Gan have gotten into a friendly rap beef, which has been, I'm not even going to lie, uh, he surprised me. He did. He surprised me too. Man. Yeah. Um, I, Man, he, he... He had more than what I expected. A lot more than what I expected. You know what I'm saying? He did. Um, it was shocking. You know, you you know you usually get in the conversations with people, and they tell you about how they can rap and how they can do this, how they can do that. He's one of those people that when he say he can rap, like he really can put words to a beat. He can really actually construct a fucking song, and I mean, and the shit sound good. Yeah, and it did. Except he ain't me. <laughs> so <laughs> good try, wrong guy, nigga. Yeah. So H Wiz again have been going at it back and forth. Um, well, not necessarily back and forth. Gan just actually laid down the track for H. Ridge. You know you wasn't going to say that, Jim. No, I'm going to say it. It's too late. This is the place to say it. Um, this so, is the place. Yeah, right? so they definitely um, have been doing their thing. Uh, H. Ridge got some tracks on, I believe it's called Off the Top. It's called... Hold know. on, wait a minute. Let me check. It's make called sure. something, sir. One but he sent them to me. One of them was called Gang Gang Gang. The other one was called. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was called the Envy of Gang. The other one. The, the Envy of Gang. The other one was called. I wish I could duplicate myself as Gang. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So stop. So not off the top, but off top. Um, and just to give y'all a little hint of, of what the man was saying. 
We're going to go ahead and let y'all listen to a little bit this of Nigga boy. lost his top thinking he could see me, man. <laughs> like, what you talking oh, about? Hey, man, listen. I, I don't think you're giving that man enough credit, man. Oh, no, I give him the I'm not, credit. I'm not saying that, um, you know, he killed you or nothing, but it was it was nice. Oh, he was running. Listen, I heard yeah. it first. You know what I'm so, saying? I, I, that's what made it so funny because he talked about it and then let me hear it first. Yeah, so <laughs> real quick, man, this is the homie H. Ridge, you know what I'm saying? Debut, man. We've been waiting for this yes. actually for a long time because yes. we've, been, we've been actually holding off because uh, we want again to go ahead and have his reply. But we definitely got H. Ridge right now, so let's go ahead and play this. Okay, so that was H. Ridge. Um, that's called Rules to This. Um, oh, that was cute. Oh, bless his heart. Yo, Everybody sent out a little heart emoji to motherfucking H. Ridge, man. Hey, he ain't giving this man his proper respect. That shit was dope. Hey, man, everybody go ahead and put your RIPs out for the man. Hey, man, listen, he ain't giving that man his proper respect. That shit was, that shit was nice. Hey, you listen, man, I, I'm, I'm not knocking the man. You know, I, I feel like... I feel like this was that one time when, like, Kobe thought he could see Jordan and he tried to shake him that one time and it was real cute and then Jordan whooped that ass. I feel like it was kind of like that. Except he's more like uh, Spud Webb and I'm still Jordan. Oh, <laughs> I feel like... Well, um, you know, anyway, that was... Uh, <laughs> that was H. Ridge, man. H. Ridge. Hey, shout out to H. Ridge, man. Shout out to you, boy. Hey, bro, I've I been heard you. I just didn't pay you no attention, nigga. <laughs> but fucked up. I, I've been, I've been heard you though, man. And I knew you was, you know, it's you was coming. I just thought you was fucking. And don't around. forget, man. H. Ridge is, like we said, he is definitely a friend of the show. Yeah, man. Absolutely, he comes on man. whenever he feels like coming yeah. on. It's not like we we gonna be like, nah, he can't come on. Nah, nah. not at all. Is, yeah, he's been. He he was actually on the first beginning episodes. Yes. So you know what I'm saying? Like he's definitely. Uh, a already home member, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He been home already. And the killer part is, and I man, like that. Like when he was, I know he been home yeah. already. <laughs> he been home like, already. Ah, you know what I'm saying? He's a, he's definitely a homebody. <laughs> hey, he's, a, he's a homebody. Yeah, you know what nigga, what I'm ah, we got so much with that. Yeah, man, you know, but, uh, <laughs> Listen, man, I told the man to go ahead and shoot through. He been talking to me about this shit for the longest, and all I kept saying was shoot. Like nigga, yeah. like you know, there's no. Bad blood, there's no nothing. Shit, right, I mean, no. it's just, and, and, and that's the best part about this shit, bro. Like, it's really just friendly competition. And I appreciate that because a lot of niggas don't realize, like, a lot of times that's what rap really is supposed to be. It's just supposed to be, well, it ain't got to be friendly, but it's really just a competition. It's, it's just man. who got the bars. That's what it is. Especially you know what when you're going at somebody. Who got the bars? Yeah, who got That's it? all we want to know. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
And, and the thing is, you know, when you challenge a motherfucking demon, it's just that. I mean, that's what it is, you know. We both from the same place. So I felt like when he did it, he was challenging the city. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he was challenging directly, you know, the city in me. You know yeah. what I mean? So I was like, okay, well, that was cool. And I just laid back a little bit to see where it went. And then um, come to find out, he really at me. Yeah, man. He, he wanted me. And see, that's, that's the thing that shocked me. I ain't going to lie, because it was like, when I first, when he sent it to me and I first heard it, it was like, okay, um, is this like a, a real diss or is this yeah. like a real beef? And you know how, like I said, most niggas would tell you they could rap. Like, first time I met you and you was like, yeah, you know, I rap. First thing came to my head, I'm like, oh, shit. Nah, one, yeah, see. one of them niggas. Like one it's of one of them niggas. niggas. Then when I heard motherfucking the, the track, I'm like, okay. Then you let me hear I'm tired. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, this nigga got bars. He got a little bit of gold. Yeah, like, this nigga really got some shit going. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's sometimes, man, it's odd to hear niggas that can really go because they tell you they're a rapper. Because usually the niggas that can go don't really tell you. Yeah, they never really say it. Yeah, but, the, the, you know, it, it just so happened to be uh, the perfect timing. And, um, yo, man, I appreciate him for doing this shit. Oh, um, yeah, you know what? I do Because Because in a sense, man, he helped you stay on your toes. Listen, man, because he put forth a great effort to make this shit happen, and he is keeping a nigga on his toes. I'm going to tell you the truth, man. I had no intentions on, like, directly shooting at folks because, man, I just spit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, whatever's on my heart, whatever I, you know, I feel, man, I just let it go. You know what I'm saying? I've never really had a person that wanted to get at me, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like, on that type of level. Right. Because normally it's just sheer respect for what the fuck I do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... So for my own to come at me like, oh, you gonna test the throw? Yeah. Listen, I'm gonna spank that ass like a bad six year old nigga. <laughs> what you talking hey, about? Hey, I don't know man? because listen, man, this nigga done did some shit like, um. Man, that nigga got 45 tracks and he gonna need it. So nah, he only got four. That's um, enough. <laughs> but this was, the, this was the crazy shit. Um, you know, of course, we follow him on Facebook and shit. You know, we all cool and shit. I don't follow him. I follow him on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I see. Um, he got some shit on Facebook, like where he just be typing out a status, and it's really a rhyme though. That's and it's some, yeah, like, and it's some shit, like when I be reading, I be like, yo, this nigga really can do this shit. Yeah. But he play it off like it's poetry. Yeah. It's not poetry. I know what it is for real. It's raps. Yeah, it's bars. But he, it's it's like, but they bars though. Yeah, it's bars. Yeah, they really bars, and that's the crazy shit about it. So you know what I'm saying? H Riz, man, keep doing your thing, bro. Keep this nigga on his toes, man. Don't worry um, about it, baby. I'm on now. So, so now we got to have y'all niggas on the show at least doing a, a verse a piece or something. And listen, man, I am not opposed to that. I've been told the man to come through. Yeah. I really don't know. Honestly, man, I didn't hit the booth and did my little thing. And yeah. uh, I ain't pay attention to it at all. So I don't, <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have fresh Hey, man, you're not going to keep swiping this man to the side <laughs> like listen, he ain't man. just... Hey, lay look, some shit down hey, for look, you. Hey, look, man, the nigga had my throat, so I got to give him that. But I'm just, you know, be honest with the whole situation. I dropped that shit and didn't think no more of it. 1331 Disrespectful motherfucker. <laughs> is, uh, is on the right way. Bastard. You know what I mean? So, uh, I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Hit me, nigga. Like, that's okay. Listen, at well, any given we know, time. Hey, H-Biz, we know you listening to this. Of course, I know hey, you listening. listen. Let that nigga have it, bro. Don't give no leeway to this nigga. Because this nigga think he is riding the motherfucking rainbow cloud that Goku was riding <laughs> in Dragon Ball Z going everywhere. Nimbus, what was that motherfucker called? Nimbus? Listen. He think he is riding Nimbus. Let that nigga have it, bro. You got to keep this nigga on his toes, yeah, man. Apparently please. ain't nobody else in the city doing it. Sir, please do. And that's only because I ain't, uh, 
ain't been too threatening to people lately. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you got to start I've getting, getting, you, you start getting back. Because I've been prepared, but I can guarantee you, listen, man, and this is no exaggeration because I don't do that type of shit, man, because I'm, I'm a humble guy, man. You know what I mean? So I don't really need that acknowledgement. But I, I'm for sure the nigga that'll make you ball your rhyme up, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, we gonna see. Listen, I'm, I'm that nigga. We gonna you know see. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm on that. Yeah, we so. definitely gonna see. But um, it's been done. Man, it's been a, uh, it's been a great week, man. Yeah, it's been a great. It's week. been a great, great week. episode. Great episode. Um, got my man S dot on finally. Uh, I was on his. If y'all, if y'all are going to listen to this stolen time podcast, um, of course you know start at the first episode and work your way up. But if you want to do a cheat code, you can start from, uh, you can start from, start from episode 15. That's where I started. Um, start from episode 15, um, listen to that one first, then go back to number one and listen to it all the way through. Because, um, you know, you can, you can start off with the Scooch Bronson cheat code and start off at episode 15. <laughs> then go to one Promo. to 14. Yeah, go to one to 14. Then jump 15 because you already listened to it. Or listen to it again. It don't matter. It's on you. And then go to 16 uh, on the 29. Um, like I said, man, you know, we always shout the boy out, man. He hold it down every week. He come out with multiple episodes sometimes. I don't get how he do it, but, you know, he stay working, man. And you got to salute that, man. You got to, you know, make sure you do your thing, man. So salute the SDI Foster. Salute the Uncle Washington. Yes. Uh, yes. Salute the Mark, man. Salute the Casey. Y'all out there doing y'all thing, man. Even if y'all ain't on it, y'all still a part of that. And we appreciate y'all for putting that art out in the air. Um, yes, sir. Same way yes, we sir. do what we do here, man. You know, Already Home is uh, getting better and better every week. Um, we working on... so much, man. Yeah, we really are, man. We, we, we trying to get this shit to be up there with the rest of the podcast. Um, with the famous people. Right, You know, right, like right, Brilliant right. Idiots, Joe Button shit. Combat Jack, uh, Angela Yee, all them motherfuckers. We trying to get up there with them. And listen, in one day, so you better schedule you motherfuckers. Yeah, and, you now. And, um, and it ain't possible without y'all. So when y'all listen to it, man, make sure y'all like this. Make sure y'all comment this. Make sure y'all share it. Um, give us feedback, man. You already know where to hit us at. You know what I'm saying? Send us something. If you don't like something, hit us up. Let us know. If you like something, hit us up. Let us know. If you want to hear something, hit us up. Let us know. Shit, if you don't like something, because listen, I'm an open-minded individual. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, it's all about y'all, because at the end of the day, man, this is what y'all listening to, and we appreciate y'all for listening to this shit, man. Now, where are all the damn questions? Where the fuck is everybody having their questions? Yeah, we ain't never get no questions. Yeah. Send us some questions. People, Send us some shit let us know so we can ruin y'all lives and shit. I'm trying to tell you, Wrecking Crew, man, look, I scroll through Facebook, and I see all type of dumbass questions every day. So what you, let, let's start this now. What you got? Shout them out. We did, this is what we can do. You shout them out on Facebook, right? Whoever got a stupid-ass question, we're just going to do Whoever it one good time. Question? One good time. Well, shout them out. Put they put they Facebook name on here. Oh, so we shooting that shit. You one time. Like We're going to do this. A, it's a one-time thing, ladies and gentlemen. Um, This is only for this episode for right now. We're going to show y'all how serious we are. We're going to find somebody on Facebook with a dumbass question or what, what, what we think is a stupid-ass question. We're going to answer that shit. We're going to shout you out. And then we're going to let you know we put you on the podcast. Well, shit, I got one right now. Let's I'm go. One right now. Go ahead. Uh, Facebook name is Young Dave featuring Kiera. I guess that's Young Dave is. featuring Kiera. Shout out to you. I follow you. 
Um, I'm gonna let you know that you on this podcast, and we Wait, answering your question. And the question was, who trying to link? First of all, sir, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Doing what? <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> 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 I don't understand. That's, That's not what I expected. <laughs> but listen, so if for instance, the first one. yeah, for instance, I'm glad you, yeah. So listen, for the people who ask that stupid ass question, who trying to link? First off, be more specific. Yeah, what, what? Um, link can mean. That's what I'm saying. Link can mean a a number of things. Link could be having sex. Link could be stealing some shit. Link could be robbing some shit. Link could be smoking weed, drinking. Um, be more specific. Say who trying to drink. Let's link up. Or who uh who what ladies on my timeline feeling horny. Link yeah, up. Um um who trying to hoop. Let's link up. Um don't just say who trying to link because. Uh, you could be talking about studio time, or you could be talking about sex. And in so that case, uh, a man could reply. And this is the internet, sir. You yeah. talking about catfish? That's the least of your words. Yeah. You, listen, if if a nigga try to hit you, you gonna want some catfish. Listen, hey, Long John Silver show up your door, nigga. <laughs> you gonna you gonna need more. You gonna wish you gonna wish he had catfish listen, instead sir, of a Long John. I'm trying to tell you. Then. Why so, are you uh, at me, sir? Yeah. So <laughs> Young Dave featured Kiera on Facebook. Get hey, your man. shit together. Yeah, man. Um, get your life in order. And quit asking blatant-ass questions like that. That's too broad. Listen, that, I mean, it really had no direction. It's just who's trying <laughs> to link? Who's trying to link? That's it. Yeah. Okay, so when you get propositioned by that big-ass sissy, don't say nothing. Hey, man, listen, you on your own. We tried to warn you. You tried to warn you. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, let me see if I can find one. Nah, let me see if I can find one. I'm going to be too late. My homegirl, Aileen Walker. Okay. Love you, baby. She, shout she, out to Aileen Walker. Shout yeah. out Aileen. Wait, wait. Before you, before you go, support ain't the word. She really hold it down yes. for anybody in Dayton doing their thing. So Absolutely. if you in Dayton, Ohio, and you really trying to get out here and get your marketing on or get your business off going, get your music off going, whatever, man, find Aileen Walker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you can find her, email her, whatever. Google her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get with her, man, and I'm telling you, she can get you to where you need to be, man. I seen her in action, and yeah, she yeah. hold it down, man. And she is the one person that I know, man. Listen, if it's an event going on, she is there. Yeah. Not only is she there, but she one of the first people there. Her T-shirt intact. She got the mixtape. She know the artist. She know the tracks. Like, she know everything, man. Shout out to Alien, man, because she is one of the biggest supporters, man, in the city. And I'm fucks with you, man. Right. So, uh, she says, who has the best deals on iPhones? Apple? Track phone, motherfucker. Don't you spend that much motherfucking money on those stupid ass iPhones? Track phone got Apple? Sir, no. But for the price that they want for iPhone, nigga, you better get you a track phone, motherfucker. That's not even a valid question. That's bullshit. First and foremost, goddammit. Uh, if a track phone got iPhones, <laughs> I'm going there right now. <laughs> and getting me an iPhone. Because Listen, it ain't it ain't quite an iPhone. It ain't quite a smartphone. It's an okay phone. Like it's, it's a, a you don't want that. <laughs> it's a semi intelligent phone. It's not made in China. It's made in Japan. <laughs> nigga, that shit made around the corner. Yeah, like, nigga, that's not okay. That's not what you want. <laughs> that's not okay. If it's made like. If it ain't made in China, Japan, or uh, what's another one? That's it, really. And that's it. If it's made in like the Philippines or uh, Cambodia, one of them Asian countries that's like third world, don't buy that shit. Hey, man, it's not listen. worth it. It's going. That's why the Samsungs blew up in everybody's face. Yeah, that shit is insane. That shit is made man, in like, the Philippines, probably. Yeah, 
Yeah, that shit is insane. Like, yeah. first of all, I don't feel like it's worth the money because for what the fuck the iPhone do, um, most people don't do half of that shit. The iPhone really don't do shit. I mean, but like most smartphones, though, like all the functions that they have on them, man, that shit is equipped to run a Fortune 500 company. Man, listen, like, they, got, like, they just they just got facial recognition, facial recognition on their phones. That's not okay either. What no, if you stop. sleep? Android had that shit three years ago. But what if you sleep and nigga just open your eyes and put your face on that shit? I guess it worked. I don't know. Listen, I know for a long time ago, like five, six, seven updates ago on my Samsung Galaxy uh, 6 Edge Plus. Uh, shout out to Samsung. Right, send us some money, motherfucker, because I just plugged you. Promo. And Verizon, send us some money because I just plugged you. Promo. Um, anyway, so when I had that, when I had first got my phone, I had facial recognition. Yeah. Um, but I also had thumbprint recognition. All right. And I also had a code and a slider thing and all that other stuff. Right. Um, iPhones don't got no auxiliary jack. Well, you know, the killer they part... They got a connector thing that go with that. But the killer part about iPhones is, you know, you got to buy all Apple shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? To even be compatible. The only thing iPhones got on any other things that they got iTunes. Yeah, because it's an iPhone. Like, of course yeah, it's going like, to have. Like, and, yeah. I, and, and I guess, like, iTunes is the thing to go to when you want to listen to shit. I don't know. Um, Google and the rest of Androids uh, have Google Play. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of listen to anything off that motherfucker, too. We got plenty of motherfucking sites where we can just go and, yeah. like, to get I don't know. So. I just, me personally, I prefer Android uh, because that's all I've had. I yeah. used to have an iPod. Yeah, I used to have an iPod Touch. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah, had an iPod Mini? No, I didn't have an iPod <laughs> Mini because it's for girls. It's for the girls. Yeah, Borat told us that a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I had an iPod Touch a long time ago. Um, but, but I mean, to me, that's all an iPhone is. It's just a big-ass iPod Touch that you can make calls to. Come on, man. And from. This shit is ridiculous, man. I'm not spending no goddamn money on no iPhone, no. I'll tell you that much. They, first off, you had too many troubles in the Apple store for that. I walked past the Apple store, and I seen niggas looking distraught because the help wasn't shit. Mm-hmm. So I know for a fact I'm not getting no iPhone. I'm going to stick with the uh, Samsung Galaxy series, um, and I'm just going to ride that wave. I appreciate Samsung. Uh, what I don't like is the Edge screens. Y'all can get rid of that shit. Y'all could bring the regular phone screens back. This Edge shit is trash. <laughs> nah, I'm, I ain't trying to be funny, bro. Like, back in the day, like, when I first got the phone, yeah. like, because for me, you know what I'm saying, like, when I first got the phone, the phone is big as shit. It's mm. not a regular cell phone. I got little hands. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got little hands like Donald Trump. I don't little got big hands. Yeah, I got Trump hands. I got Trump hands. So, for me, the A6 Edge Plus is a very big phone right. for my small, tiny Trump hands. And uh, <laughs> yeah, tiny Trump hands. I got tiny Trump hands. But uh, when I was first watching porn on the phone, like every time I touched the edge, the screen and shit would come down. So it would ruin my experience. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> I got another saying. one. Wait a minute. So, you know, wait, wait, I got don't this. Get rid I, of that listen, edge screen shit. Listen, so, before we leave, sir. Mm-hmm. This last <laughs> one. To, oh, I got a All good right, let's one. Let's do it. This last this, one. Before we get up out of here, let's roll. <laughs> this is a shout out to my very own. This sad because this is my blood, man. This is my cousin, uh, okay? So, uh, Christian Hold on, Davis. before you do this, 
We got to make sure we send these motherfuckers the episode so we don't get sued. Go ahead. Sir, fuck them. We they family. <laughs> you, ain't get, you ain't getting shit. <laughs> you get everything again get when we start getting paid. An air sandwich, nigga. That's the fuck you get. When he start getting paid, start hitting his ass up. <laughs> nigga, and I'm going to hit your ass up too. <laughs> Remember that one time, nigga? Now listen, even now, motherfucker. Wait a minute. I got a great one. Yeah. This is from Christian Davis. Now, this is my little cousin. This is my cousin's wife. Oh, okay. they are so crazy. So why in the fuck did they put a picture up on the book with my cousin braiding her hair? Girl. What's the question? <laughs> Ain't no question. Nigga, I just saw oh, this nigga braiding hair. Wait a minute, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I so, so what? <laughs> Who is braiding whose hair? <laughs> my little cousin braiding his wife's hair. Because obviously he's trying to ha- inherit her vagina. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing? Like, Damn, bro, this is the wrong week not to have sound clips. Yes. We don't got no sound clips sir, in, uh, this week. But. Yeah, sir, that's not right. You are three seconds away from being a homosexual. I don't understand what I'm the fuck I'm not going to say that, but that's just not right. I'm not, I don't think listen, you should. I mean, listen, as a married man, you should do everything possible to make sure your wife is happy. But braiding her hair, though? Sir. Nah, blood. I, I understand. And his name is what again? Listen. Christian Davis. <laughs> Christian, stop that shit. Listen, Christian. Listen, if she come in the house and tell you shut the fuck up, it's because you braided her hair. That's because you braided her hair. If she come in the house face. and mush your face, <laughs> and when y'all get into an argument, it's because you braided, it's you her, braided hair. her hair. If she tell you, bitch, this is my house. Yeah, because you braided it's her hair. You, braided you her can't, hair, you can't wear the pants in relationship braiding hair. That's not how it works. I don't think that's how it works. That's out. not how that works out, no. sir. So, uh, Crystal, stop that shit. Listen, wait a minute. Now, now that's her name. It's on her page as well. Oh, it's on her page. That's on her page. Christian, stop letting your man do that shit. You know uh, better. And she probably getting a good laugh at that shit, too. She getting a kick out like, of this. Nigga this. Braiding my I'm going to tag these niggas in this yeah, show. No, that's not cool. So, um, Stop playing with me, yeah. man. <laughs> what is that's wrong cool with you? Anyway, man. Um, oh, shit. That made my side hurt. That yeah. was a good laugh. It's been a good show. Hey, it's been a great show, man. Like you said, man, happy belated Thanksgiving. I hope y'all still eating on the food that y'all cooked seven days ago. Definitely did. Because I know y'all started on Monday. Sir, I'm eating some turkey today. Yeah, any any real motherfucking Thanksgiving cook um, started on Monday. Uh, Shout out to my wife. Um, She held it the fuck down this Thanksgiving. Um, She cooked greens for the first time. For the first time? For the first time ever. And I'm not going to lie. Um, I didn't expect much. Because it was the first time. Because it was the first time. Right. I expected her to mess up. Um, she failed me. And knew she was good. <laughs> she held that shit down. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I expect, I mean, not real. I expected her to, to you know, kind of be messed up a little bit. Because like I said, it's the first time. She ain't never did it. But she held that shit down. She held her own. So shout out to the wife, man. You know what I'm saying? Holding yes, it down, sir. doing what you do. Uh, she, she put them greens to work. God damn it, and they was delicious. Um, man, she made a, a whole bunch of shit. It was her and my daughter. They did their thing on Thanksgiving. Um, so, you know, this was a beautiful Thanksgiving thanks to them. Um, it was also a beautiful Thanksgiving because of my family, my sons, my wife, my daughter. Um, I had my uncle over, man. And, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a good time, man. I got to enjoy myself with my actual family and hold it down. I ain't had to work, do none of that shit. Right. I had to spend time with them, eat. Um, my sister-in-law came over. 
she always really come over, but she came over for Thanksgiving. Um, and she brought some Avion Patron. Okay, man. That was my first time having that. That was pretty good, so salute to her for bringing that over and let me get a taste test. Um, uh, uh, shout out to sister in law. Hey, you know, you still my, <laughs> you know, you still <laughs> my G. Hey, anyway. <laughs> call me. Uh, but anyway, man, we appreciate y'all for listening, man. Hope y'all had a good holiday. Get ready for the next holiday coming up, um, which is Christmas. And uh, good hey, luck with that all shit. All that money. Because, yeah, <laughs> all that's all that, that shit money. is is a money pit. Ooh, we, um, we but, just gonna call that bankroll evening. <laughs> yeah, that's all it <laughs> is. Cash your check in at Toys R Us. Bring it here. Yeah. Uh, appreciate y'all for listening, man. As always, like, comment, rate, share. Tell yes, somebody. Yes. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, keep the thing going. Put it on your page. Let them know that the new episode is out. Let them know that we even out, period. Absolutely, man. Um, Show that love. And as usual, thanks y'all for listening. Um, once again, shout out to Nature Boy. Big uh, shout. Shout out to S. Dot Foster from the Stolen Time Podcast. Coming up in Washington. Uh, we thanking him for being on the show. Uh, thanks for the interview, bro. We appreciate you. Um, and one more shout out. Shout out to every ungrateful family member that came to your house talking about all the food and didn't bring yeah, shit. Yeah, hold on, wait. Before we go, <laughs> before we go, when did this fucking to-go plate phenomenon start? Oh, uh, the day they made niggas. <laughs> nah, like, niggas want to eat this and is, take a plate. Listen, this is this is why you niggas got to stay out for social media, bro. Because y'all ruining everything that y'all done started, right? So I just found out about taking a to go plate. Uh huh. I didn't know like this was the actual thing that niggas was doing. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah, like they. So all right. So basically, what they do is, uh, you go somewhere. And you try to get the most shit on your plate and get the fuck out. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so t- the to-go plate phenomenon, we got to end that shit uh, because apparently that's a new fad or some shit. Now, I don't know. If y'all not going to end it, get that shit off Facebook. Start uh, flagging niggas' accounts and telling them y'all because y'all not going to be allowed at Thanksgiving in the future, nigga. Hell no. We're going to start a potluck around this yeah, month. You I don't bring a, nothing. I you don't take nothing. I a picture, nigga, where a lady had a whole tinfoil pan full of food. She said, fuck it to go play, nigga. I'm just going to bring I the whole thing. I that hole on her way out the door. Hey, Happy but she, a picture. she had a picture with it, too. Like, uh, gee. Stunting yeah, on shit. Yeah, so... Yeah, I, I don't understand that shit, You just spent $400 on fucking food, and this hoe left out here with a whole thing. She left out with 200 worth. Bitch, I'll be at your house on a she Tuesday. Had, fuck she had everything in that motherfucker except the rolls. I ain't, oh, no, bitch, you're taking yeah. the rolls, too. That's what I'm saying, bitch. You're taking that the rolls. That shit was crazy, man, but, um... You already know where to find me, man. Scoots Bronson, man. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitch. I'm on Xbox Live. Just... It's all one word, Scoots Bronson. Spell with a Z. Y'all know how to get it, man. All right. And shit, you can catch me at Detroit Gang. Everything, man. Instagram, Facebook, shit, SoundCloud, YouTube. Check out some of the videos, man. We got the project coming up. 13, 31, 33, man. It is coming. I won't tell you the date, but just know it is very fucking soon, man. That shit is. 13, 31, Listen, you dig? <laughs> so shit. We got a lot of shit going on, man. And we got a lot of new shit that I'm introduced to you motherfuckers, man. So we need to go ahead and get on. It, man, hit me up. If I don't hit you up immediately, yeah, I do that. So hit Scoots up if you can't catch me because maybe you didn't hear the first mixtape opportunity on that pimp, man. Y'all go ahead, hit it up, like, share, grab it. If you don't like it, let me know. Maybe I can get better and then cut your ass out later about it. <laughs> Shit, I'm on that.
My Man. nigga, this has been a great show. I'm feeling yeah. good. Oh, um, hold on before I go, before I go. Um, last but not least, man, I want y'all to go take a trip and listen to, um, I'm sorry, not listen to, but go on Instagram and, um, if you can, find the Make a Sound organization page. I'm looking it up right now. Give me a minute. I'm sorry. This was brought to you by Scoots Bronson. Scoots Bronson. And you got to say the Scoots real deeply. Like, Scoots. <laughs> Scoots Bronson. <laughs> just, <laughs> just borderline creepy. Yeah, <laughs> but it's um, it's make underscore a underscore sound organization. That's all one word. Make underscore a underscore sound organization. Go check them out, man. They're doing great things around the community. Um, right now, it's only in Dayton, Ohio, but I'm sure it's going to spread out soon because that's what positive energy does. Absolutely. Um, and they're helping everybody from felons to um, single parents to people that's looking for a GED, all that, man. They're just trying to make sure everybody get on the right page, trying to help out the community and get the community back to what it used to be, man. So salute to Make a Sound organization. Absolute, man. Much um, love. You can also check out the page, Tony. Uh, with an I T O N I underscore C underscore, you can check out her page for further information. You can inbox her, talk to her about what's going on with that organization. Um, and man, get with them, man. And if you want to help, you can go help. And um, if you want to donate, please donate to them yes. and help them get anything. And it ain't got to be money, it could be anything from um, a fresh pack of underwear, it could be toothbrushes, it could be toothpaste, um, it could be applications if you got a job. Looking for something or whatever. Right, right. So, man, just help them out, man, and show them some love. And um, you already know where to hit us at if you want to reach the uh, podcast. It's at Already Home Pod. Yes, sir. It's uh, Already Home Podcast at gmail.com. And you can always check out the website, www.alreadyhomepodcast.com. We got an app, And nigga. shit, we got an app on Google, man. You know what I'm saying? Just look up Already Home and you'll find us. You know what the logo looks like. And remember, baby. It ain't where you from. Shit. It's where you at. Let's get it. Already home. Yup. You've reached the high fashion hotline. Hi, my family's going to a concert in the park and we want our style to be the main attraction. Rock over to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now get up to 50% off jeans from 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Up to 50% off jeans for the family? That's music to my ears. Plus, now you can get in and out of the store in a flash with buy online, pick up in store. It's fun, fast, and free. Styles that take center stage and free pick up in store when I buy online? Old Navy, here we come. High fashion, Old Navy. About 720 to 729, select styles only.